Welcome to the CXR channel, our premier podcast for talent acquisition and talent management. Listen in as the CXR community discusses a wide range of topics focused on attracting, engaging, and retaining the best talent. We're glad you're here. All right, everybody, welcome to CXR's Expertise. Uh, I'm Chris Wick, president of Career Crossroads, and I am bringing to you this rapid fire delivery of industry leaders and experts. Now, the idea is that each week we're going to host a guest who will share with us lessons that they've learned, uh, their biggest victories and failures, or walk us through step by step uh, how to do something challenging in our space. So, the kicker uh, is that this is just a 15 minute talk, hence the tease aspect of the segment title, Expert. Expertise, expertise. You see what we did there. Now, each of the sessions will have a focused topic, topics that were voted on by the industry in a survey uh, Career Crossroads did earlier in the year. Uh, these were areas that leaders said were big concerns for them moving forward into 2021. For instance, uh, college recruiting, automation, uh, DE&I, uh, ethics, etc. It goes on and on. So we'd encourage everyone to add questions as we go through this to the chat area of our broadcast throughout our talk. And at the end of the segment, we'll take a question or two if you've got them and uh, if we've got the time, and then we'll move the rest of the conversation online uh, to the new Talent Talks Open and Public Exchange. You can find that at www.cxr.works slash talent talks. So today, I am excited to kick off the weekly series with the topic of diversity equity and inclusion, now specifically uh, on the challenge of increasing female representation in leadership roles. And to do that, we have invited Tara Doyle, the people and culture leader at Roche, and who we've been friends with for quite some time. So Tara, welcome, and thank you for being our first expert. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so, so talk to us about why and how Roche has taken up a banner uh, and sort of pushed forward to put more women into key leadership roles. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the journey started quite a while ago, um, even prior to my, me joining the organization. So if you look back in 2011, they took a hard look at what they deemed to be their senior leadership, which for us is director level and above, uh, and just wanted to take a look at the representation because they just they didn't feel that they really had exactly what they were looking for uh, in terms of spirited discussion and, and outside in perspective and things that come when you have diverse pools of, of talent and role. Uh, at that time, sadly, our senior level leadership for uh, female representation was at 11%, which is uh, incredibly low. Um, since that time, of course, a lot of factors have, have come into play, and I'll talk to you about what those have been. Uh, but now, very proud that as of last year, we ended at 38% um, wow. at our senior leader levels. And if you really even now take a look at top down, so the most executive level, uh, which still hovers over 30%, you know, minus one, we're close to 50%. So it's been a substantial journey and stride uh, and the right way to go. And the really cool part of it is about, you know, these kind of focus areas and elements, they can be taken really more broadly across all areas of diversity, right? You, you talk about all sorts of, you know, whether it's veteran hiring or, or people of color, but it really conceptually they apply across all groups. But it was something that they took a look and said, hey, look, we want to make a focused effort. We're going to focus in these key pillars. It has been a journey and will continue to be something that we focus on. So, if I, I mean, I'll go ahead and get started by maybe just sharing some of the things that we found um, that were really important. And I'll put them in three main pillars or categories. 
uh, the first commitment from the business because you just you, you you can't get anywhere if you don't actually have buy-in to what you know your strategy is and the importance of it. Uh, you know, for us, we did that in a variety of different ways. Uh, one was to create you know our business resource groups, some call them affinity groups, but basically like-minded individuals that really can help sponsor and develop and provide a safe forum uh, for groups to get together. Uh, and the Women in Leadership uh, Business Resource Group is the largest that Roche has. In fact, prior to me even joining the company, when I was doing my diligent research on Roche as an organization, uh, what I kept talking about in all of these magazines and the articles and the awards that um, you know, the organization won, kept talking about their Women in Leadership initiative. So, you know, then it turned into a whole branding element, which is a, a separate conversation I'm sure you'll have. So I think that that it had tremendous impact and continues to really provide a lot of value to the organization. Uh, secondly, is also focusing in on all levels. So, you know, when you talk to the leaders, I think sometimes there is a, um, a likelihood to say, great, well, let's focus on bringing in some early and career talent and you develop and you move, which absolutely is a strategy I believe everyone should have. But it takes a while, right, to climb that proverbial corporate ladder. And so not only do you need to have that, but you need to have intentional focus and efforts on, you know, all different levels, uh, mid-level individual contributors to manager or even senior level. So I think it's also a commitment to uh, really ensure that you've got all those areas covered. Now, I think you need to take it in bite-sized steps. But And remember, this is an eight-year journey for us, so we've kind of developed along the way. And last but certainly not least from the business is sponsorship programs. We have found that also to be tremendously beneficial. And sponsorship could mean anything from, hey, we're going to take a group of, you know, a small group of individuals and quite literally bring them up the ranks. Or maybe it's we're just going to sponsor their development in these areas. You know, I think there's some cautionary points there. Uh, even on the talent um, discussion that we had with Career Crossroads, was it last week or the week before? You know, people talked about the formality. Sometimes if you have too much structure, um, to a degree, they could implode. Like, how how do you actually have someone opt in? Or is there just, I'm going to hand pick, and now there's a selection differential. So I think companies have to do what works for them. But if you have something that at least provides an avenue for, again, this cohort or sponsorship of development, it just really shows that the business has buy-in. So those are some of the things that we focused on from the business standpoint. Secondly, uh, I would say engagement in the community, just as important for you to be seen as a thought leader, whether it be in your industry, right? So we're in the biotechnology space that we've got really strong leaders in the business. And of course, with this initiative, now we have strong female leaders and representation. But in addition to that, it, there's also a give back element. So, you know, I've always said from the TA side, it's not always what you want. Like we want to hire, we want you to join us, but it's what can we give back? That's just as important. So we really have, um, allowed and, and really helped to promote and engage our leaders to get in the business and be board members, be active members of um, like the WIL board, which, you know, here, it really, it's national group, but really big uh, representation, Indianapolis, that now we're seen as kind of the go-to. So now people who may not even be in our industry might say, hey, I, I think that they know what they're talking about. This looks like a great place that is development of of talent, and I think I want to be a part of that, and just opens up conversations in a more organic way. Um, that, that has been tremendously helpful. Plus, as an organization, uh, we have a very large give back culture. So, just from the personal side, uh, that has been tremendous. So, again, that's the second pillar for us. And lastly, is good old fashioned talent attraction strategies. So, it's really going in with an intent to make a difference by focusing in on the talent that you want to hire. 
So uh, whether that's, again, certain networks that you uh, associate with, where you go to post for jobs, how you build your pipelines and your networks. If you, know, if you just kind of this whole post and pray methodology just doesn't work, you really have to go where the talent sits to be able to make the impact. Otherwise, you're talking about just like little incremental you know, percentage points here or there, but to make a you know, 300 plus percent move, you really have to do it differently. So it's good old fashioned going back to basics. So the only other thing I would say on that is using data. So for us, it's really important to also bring data to the table because it's one thing to say, here's what we want, but what also does the market have and where do you have to go to get it? And, and if you wanna represent the patients you serve, what does that patient population look like? What is the talent? How are we represented now? How do all three of those work together? And how do we specific target to make the difference? So those are some of the things that have been helpful for us. Um, and again, I, I think that it's, we'll continue to grow and now we'll continue to use these in other areas of diversity as well. I love that. I love baby steps. I love data and, and the give back culture, right? That you guys are supporting. Let me ask you if, um, if I were at an organization and we didn't have anything set up yet, and this was something we wanted to do, uh, whether it be in the area of um, equity for uh, females in leadership or whether we move it to the veterans, like how, how would this be something we'd get off the ground? What would, what would be the one thing you'd tell me to sort of get this started? First of all, I would say don't recreate the wheel. Like there are so many great things happening out there. So it's, it's all about who you talk to and know. So make friends, get to know people, find out what's working well, and then see what concepts work for you. And I think you have to be aligned with your business. Again, whether it's a very large business with a number of stakeholders or whether you're just a smaller organization that may only have 20 people, make sure you're all headed in the right direction and you know the why behind the what. So if you align with that, you can build a strategy and don't try to boil the ocean at once. Just do take those baby steps, but make sure that you know how to measure and determine whether or not you're achieving ultimately what you want to. I love that. That's sound. And if, if you've got to get stakeholders involved, right? And, and I heard you mention that, right? Getting these leaders involved. What's one tip that you would give to our listeners about getting the stakeholders included? You know, it's, it's really showing them the impact that it has. I, I keep going back and thinking about a Harvard Business Review article that talked about um, talent. And when you have like a, a slate of candidates, and you've got, you know, one, in this case, one female on that panel, there's a very high likelihood that that individual is not going to be hired. But when you up the game and you bring two or three, that can make the impact. But the impact becomes what do they do in that role? So it shows how, you know, again, the difference of thought and what they bring to the table and the difference in performance levels and also engagement with the broader community and your um, outside the organization within. Like that's what makes a difference to business leaders. They don't want to do it just because it's the cool thing to do or I'm checking a box, but it really has business impact. So if you're able to bring in what that business impact is, normally they're like, I'm on board, let's go. I'm ready. Tell you, tell me what you need and we'll get there together. Oh my God, I love it. I love it. All right. So we've got time for one uh, question from the audience. I'm going to pick this one here. We've got um, from Brian Schaefer. So it says, uh, like Roche, we at Vail Resorts were tackling gender diversity in the last few years. Uh, program powder. Nicely done, Brian. Uh, women in leadership. So with 2020 being a year where other DE&I topics like BLM what are the pressures that you're now feeling from the business on having HR and talent acquisition to tackle that subject? Yeah, um, so the, the challenges become how you, you do it for the right reasons and not just because there's pressure coming from other places. Let me be clear, the, the pressure is valid. 
it's just sad if you're not already on that journey and that's a part of it. So I, I think it's really, again, tying together so you don't seem like you're reactive and doing it just because, but it's we're doing it because it's the right thing to do and it provides this to us as a company and this to the population that we're serving and this to the people that are interested in coming on that journey with us. And again, if you don't, if you don't connect those dots and it's not organic, it's not real. And now all of a sudden your inclusion is going to be a big problem and you're going to be right back to the drawing board again. Love it. Authenticity, being genuine. I love it. So Tara, uh, I want to thank you so much for your time and your expertise today. Uh, I'll just remind everybody that this is a weekly segment held every Thursday, 12 p.m. Central, and you can register on the website at cxr.works. Next week on October 8th, we're going to meet live with Aaron Mattis. He is the CEO of Paradox, and he's going to talk about what he would tell his younger self about taking on automation and AI uh, in the recruiting space, which should be a lot of fun. So until then, we hope we'll see everyone online at www.cxr.works slash talent talks. Thank you so much, Tara. All right. Bye, Thanks for listening to the CXR channel. Please subscribe to CXR on your favorite podcast resource and leave us a review while you're at it. Learn more about CXR at our website, cxr.works, facebook.com and twitter.com slash career crossroads and on Instagram at career X roads. We'll catch you next time.